0: Praise the Lord. You may be seated. At the mention of his name, anything can change. Anything. I, if I could sing, I would sing that. You don't want me to. But that song got me thinking. I want to share something before I move on. The Lord had laid it on my heart sister Hunt's heart several months ago to start praying for a uh, van to run a bus route in our church. I, I just believe that we could fill it up and multiple times and, and I, I kind of have a different way of thinking. I, I've told the church, let's buy a van and we're going to fill it up, run multiple routes and then we're going to buy another one. And run it multiple routes and I think we're gonna go out of Parkersburg and surrounding areas and and I told the church I where I believe we're gonna have school buses and run them and hundreds and hundreds of kids and people that can't make it or can't afford to drive in that we're gonna be able to pick up and minister to so I told the church a few weeks ago I said we're gonna start a offering specifically for a van and uh, and i I just had the faith, and I just believed that that first Sunday we're going to look in there and there's going to be I thought, man, there's going to be thirty or forty thousand dollars in there, and we're going to buy vans, and we're going to run them next week and and looked in there after church, and there was several hundred dollars, and you know several hundred dollars don't hardly buy a full tank of gas in a in a van, let alone the van and Said we're gonna we're gonna keep on raising we're gonna we're gonna do this, and all of this this is how God works. I got a phone call a couple two or three weeks ago after we've been praying about this and pitched it to the church for about a week. We're gonna start raising money for this, and a phone call from a gentleman that doesn't go to our church and doesn't even attend a church. He said, "Hey," he said, "I, I was thinking about this van," and he said, uh, "Would you guys be in need of a van?" And I said I would. He said, "Well, my neighbor's got one." He said, "Where you at?" I said, "I'm in South Carolina." He said, "Well, when you get back in town, to come and see me." So I went, and as soon as I got back in town, I drove straight to his house. And it's not a van; it's a small bus. Uh, it's a Ford F450. It's a. It needs a little bit of work done to it, but I seen seen. I'm like, "Oh my goodness, this is perfect." I said, "Well, how much is this going to cost?" That's what I'm thinking. And he's like, me and my wife want to buy this for the church. And we just went and picked it up this week and, and hopefully we can... This is just how we were just singing about Jesus. At the mention of his name, anything can change. Amen. And so I just want to tell you tonight at the mention of his name, absolutely anything can change. Do you know that tonight, you could leave here tonight, you might say in a year or six months or six years from now for that matter, you might say, do you remember Father's Day of 2023? That was the day God healed me. It was on 10 years from now, Lord Terry, you might say, you know what, it was on Father's Day of 2023 that I received the gift of the Holy Ghost. With Jesus, anything can change. Amen. So before we get into the Word tonight, I do want to honor all of the fathers in the congregation. Thank you for being in church, and thank you for raising your family and bringing your family to church. And and I want to say Happy Father's Day to my buddy, my friend, Brother David, new father Praise God. Happy Father's Day. And I say happy Father's Day to Bishop Showstrand. And you don't know how instrumental you've been in my life because you raised an amazing son. And since you did that, that's why I'm here tonight is because of a pastor that loves and cares. And I give high honor. I could not accolades and words and no Monetary things can can show the appreciation of a spiritual father. And uh, you all are extremely blessed to have an amazing spiritual father. A man of God that preaches truth and will, will not waver. And uh, so I, I say we're all blessed to have an amazing pastor. Why don't we give Pastor Showstrand a hand clap of praise. He deserves that. Amen. We love you. Love you. John chapter 5. I'm sorry, Medi, I didn't tell you where I was going. I wasn't exactly sure where I was going, but this is where we're going. John chapter 5, starting verse 1. How he's going to preach with me tonight. I won't preach long if you preach with me. All right. It says, "After this there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now, there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. Everybody say five porches, and these laid a great multitude of impotent folks of blind halt withered and waiting for the moving of the waters. For an angel went down at a certain season to the pool and troubled the waters. And whosoever then first, after the troubling of the waters, stepped in, stepped in, was made whole. And whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there, which had an infirmity for thirty and eight years. And Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case. He saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? This was a question he was asking. The man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool, but while I am coming, another stepped before me. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. I want to pause. take a pause here for a second. If you notice this, he was healed before he got up. Okay, think about this. He didn't get up. He was laying there and Jesus said, take up thy bed and walk. He was healed before he ever tried to get up. And on the same day was the Sabbath, and the Jews therefore said unto him that was cursed, uh, It is the Sabbath day. It is not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. He answered them, He that made me whole, the same said unto you, Take up thy bed and walk. Then asked they him, What man? is that which said unto thee take up thy bed and walk and he that was healed wist not who it was for Jesus everybody say Jesus had conveyed himself away and the multitudes being in that place at the mention of his name i, I want to i want to stop here and just talk to you i'm not going to preach I want to talk to you tonight, okay? I believe the Lord is wanting to do something for somebody in this house that sometimes, and I I can speak to this because I've been in this place before in church to where I, I grew up in church my whole life. I, I played church in a youth group, okay? I... You say, what? I played church. I I, I just went along and I just did it. I went to church sometimes because I I had to. It was just what what you did and I really wasn't where I needed to be with the Lord. And I want to say this to everybody in this house and specifically to somebody in this house tonight. Sometimes surviving is not enough. That didn't go over too well. Said sometimes surviving is not just enough. Sometimes just setting is not enough. Sometimes just hanging out on the porch by the pool, waiting on some, waiting on an angel to trouble the waters. I'm just come to tell somebody that just hanging out and surviving and just just going along with the just going with the flow. Sometimes it's just not enough. Do you understand at this at this pool, the pool of Bethesda? It was the center of the city, and there was porches all the way around. Uh, five porches, and and you, you think about it, all around this porch, all around this pool. There was there was work going on, there was business going on, there was selling and buying and trading going on. Do you understand? Life was going on, business as usual, all the way around these porches, and the whole time these. People are just sitting and laying and camped out on a porch. Let me ask you a question. What do you do on a porch? Oh, hello. You swing on a porch. You sit on a porch. You watch people on a porch. You rock on a porch. What do you do on a porch? You watch the world go by on a porch. You go up and down. You watch planes fly over and you think, where are they going? You ever play that game? I bet you they're going to someplace tropical. Boy, I wish I was someplace tropical. Boy, I bet you they're going here or they're going there. And you, or you see somebody going down the road and they're driving a new pickup truck and pulling a camper. And you're like, wow, they're going camping. Boy, I wish I was going camping. And the whole time you're sitting on the porch. Do you realize you could get off of the porch and you could go too somewhere. But you're on the porch. The porch is a place of, of, of you, just, you just hang out on the porch. Nothing happens on the porch. Do you realize around the porch nothing was happening? But all the way around the porch, these folks were sitting on their rocking chairs in the porch. Their porch swings on the porch around the pool. Yes, it sounds good. i would be nice to sit around on the porch around a pool. It was just sick people laying around there. And you gotta think sometimes they had to look back at that city and they thought, boy, look at the people walking by. Everything's fine. Boy, I wish I was out there. I I wish I wasn't crippled. I wish I could get a job. I wish I could walk. I wish, but then they had to keep on looking back, waiting on the angel to trouble the waters. I come to tell you tonight, some of you all do not realize how close you are to the pool. How close you are to the healing. How close you are to the touch of God. You've been sitting on the porch way too long. I come to tell you, you got to move a little closer to the water. you got to get a little closer to where your hand just barely is almost in the water. So when, so when God moves, when the angel troubles it, healed. I, I got touched. I come to tell somebody today, you've sat on the porch too long. And tonight is the night. It's time to make a move it's time to stand up and step in it's time to make a change Father's Day 2023 today is your day you see at the porch one man was blind one man had halt one man couldn't see he 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 might be able to see fine but he was withered the bible says the one thing they all had in common they all had problems they all had infirmities they all had issues at the porch it was at the porch they were stuck in a state of not being well enough to live life around them but they was but listen to me but they wasn't done enough to be in a tomb or in a grave they were stuck somewhere between life and a healing they was in a holding pattern they was in some place where they really couldn't function but they just just needed a touch from the master, and I come to tell you there's some people in this house tonight that you feel like you're just stuck from life and a healing. You're 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 in a place in your life that you just need something from God, and yet you haven't had it. You prayed for decades and decades and decades and decades. I come to tell you tonight, the Lord is stirring the waters for you tonight because at the mention of His name, anything can change. I come to tell you tonight right here right now it's time to get up it's time to take up thy bed and walk it's time to get up before you're healed it's time to move before you feel it Hallelujah. quit being stuck where you're at everyday these folks lived and they enjoyed the fact that they were surviving surviving because the environment around them, I'm sure that death was very common on the porches. I'm sure that death and rot and decomposition, I listen, I know that's disgusting, but I'm sure, I'm sure that death was very common on the porch, at the pool. It wasn't a place just to hang out. But I come to tell you, some of you all feel like you're stuck. And I want you to think about these people. As as I'm preaching about this, I want you to imagine yourself for just a few minutes. The situations that you're in. The life that you're in. The place that you're in. The healings that you need. The problems in your life. And I want you to think about that for just a few more minutes while I'm preaching just, just, just concentrate on your life and on, on your situation for just a few minutes. But listen, because it was possible for these folks to develop mentally in their mind that they fit into their environment that they're in. And it, it's, it, I'm sure that some of them mentally put their place and think, well, at least I'm not dead. At least I'm still alive. At least I'm still breathing. I have somebody at church today. I asked him, I said, how you doing today, brother? He goes, at least I'm alive. I'm like, well, praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. At least you're still breathing. I asked one lady in the church today. I said, sis, how you doing today? She's like, well, I'm above ground. I'm like, well, glory be to God. Your still heart's still beating. Praise Jesus. You see, there's something with being stuck in a place. We have got to make up in our mind that I am not going to be stuck on the porch not one more day. My God is going to save me. My God is going to raise me. We have got to come out of this. Being content in our dilemmas and being content. It's, the Lord doesn't want you to hang out there. The Lord doesn't want you. He wasn't designed to stay on the porch with the sick folk. Amen. He didn't raise you, He didn't save you, He didn't fill you for you to set on the porch in a rocking chair and suck your thumb and, and just lick your wounds. He did it. He, listen apostolics. He did not design you and me to sit on the porch and say boy the next time we get an ev- a good evangelist to come through here I'm going to get healed. The next time the next time such and such comes I, I think I'm going to get I, got, I can't wait to get to church camp this year because if I can just make it to the last night of church Church camp when we have a healing service my God is going to heal me I come to tell you tonight Father's Day 2023 take up thy bed and walk the same Jesus that's going to be there is the same Jesus that's here tonight take up thy bed and walk get off the porch Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <sighs> we have to get off the porch and get in the pool Stop letting life keep you on the porch. Stop letting Satan tell you, ah, you're no good, you gotta stay on the porch. You, you just, you, you gotta quit saying, well, at least I'm still here. Well, we're still married. Hallelujah. At least we're still married. Praise God. It's only by the grace of God that we've made it this long. You need to get off the porch. And you need to get into the waters. Yeah. You know my grandma, my granny, Granny Gann. But she was, uh, she was something, apostolic, through and through. And uh, the lady that lived behind her, my granny, she didn't live, leave the house for the last pretty long years of her life. She had had a few... Hiccups in the road, but that's as far as I'll go with that. But she would preach to everybody. Jehovah's Witnesses. She had two Jehovah's Witnesses boys. She says, come on in. Hey, well, Of course, we told her at 75, Do, don't let people in the house. Live by herself. She brought them into the kitchen table. And she, she said, I, I want to hear what you have to say. And man, these guys are just firing away, just teaching her Bible studies. I mean, just going to, and she's like, okay, 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 okay. And then granny locks the door. I listen to you. Just give me five minutes of your time. She started in Acts. few scriptures, she started praying. Before you knew it, she prayed to Jehovah's Witness boys through to the Holy Ghost. package got mixed up, went to the neighbor, the neighbor and the mail lady brought it up to her house one day and she said come on in, it was hot let me give you a glass of water before it was all over with. She baptized them both in her bathtub—the male lady and the neighbor lady—in the name of Jesus in the bathtub. Receive. I come to tell you, it's time that some of us stop worrying about what our ailments is. It didn't hinder my grandma. It didn't hinder. It didn't hinder Granny. She took what she had and she. It was. She was getting off the porch, honey. I come to tell you, it's time that we step off the porch. Hallelujah. Got to thinking about Granny and she would always say, at least we got a roof over our head. Still got a roof over our head. You know, the porch is falling off the house. Gutters are missing off one side. Pots in the living room catching water. But praise Jesus, we got a roof over our head. Some of you all know what I'm talking about. It's that kind of mentality that just absolutely infuriates me in church. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm going to get down here with you. Start getting nervous now. It's that kind of mentality. Oh, I know. It'll be okay. It'll get better. No, it will get better tonight. I believe God wants it to get better tonight. I have the faith that God's going to fix it tonight. I I just believe that God is going to take care of it tonight. I've sat around in this dilemma long enough. It's time that I move. It's time that I get up. It's time that I take up my bed and walk. Because the pool. Because of the pool, everybody is down. Everybody around you becomes normal when you're hanging out on the pool. When you're hanging out with the folks that's down. When you're hanging out with the folks that, well, it's just life. Then it becomes, well, yeah, I I guess I understand what you mean. It's just life. But what makes it so terrible is when you're down, you can still see up. When you're down, you can still see. You can still see the blessings of God. All th- how many's ever been there, honey? You you've been down. You've been down and out. You've been in infirmity. You've been in this and then in this and then you look at somebody and say, God is blessing them. Why isn't He blessing me? Why is God pouring out His blessings on them and not on me? I guess God doesn't love me. Let me tell you that's Satan telling you that it's time church that you get off the porch and say I'm going after this thing I'm not going to be held captive on the porch anymore generally when people see things around them better than their situation then they go after it when you I've learned this I'm not a golfer matter of fact I don't even like to golf Anymore, not good at it. Took my wife out. And we went to this golf course in Greenville, South Carolina. Bought her set of golf clubs, and we played around the house. And had you, if you want to golf, you got to get good golf balls. So these golf balls are fifty dollars a dozen, and it's just not cheap. And we go out there, and I we look good too, golfing. And by hole four, guess what? We looked like we could have played in the PGA. By hole four, I I lost a dozen golf balls and she lost a dozen golf balls. We couldn't even finish, we couldn't even hit a ball on hole five. But I played long enough to know when you play with somebody that's good, Sister Hunt wasn't good, nor was I. But if you play with people that's good, you play better. I know that sounds crazy. Some of you golfers in here, you know what I'm talking about. You play with somebody that's good, you play better. You see, that's what happens. If you're around people that's just down all the time, then you're just satisfied with being down. But when you're down and you see people up, you're like, well, I can do that too. I I ought to be able to come out of this thing. Why can't I do that? I come to tell you tonight, church, you need to look at the altar. You need to look at the things of God. God has got a plan and a design for you. It's time that we get out of being stuck in a state of surviving in the church and be in a state of thriving in the church. let me tell you something it's not God's desire Apostolic Church for us to just be for us just to be trudging along. it's God's desire for us to be thriving and booming and having people filled with the Holy Ghost and having an apostolic revival in our midst every single service we have got to get out of a survival mentality and start thriving I want to ask you a question today this man for 38 years 38 years he laid there to the pull laid there can you imagine when the angel came and he had tried to roll over Do you realize, think about this, it was so bad that he put a bed in there. Have you ever met somebody that's in a bad situation? You're like, you just roll around in that situation. What are you doing in the city? You're just dwelling and just, you're you're steeped in this situation. What are you thinking? You, you, You put a house there. You ever seen anybody like that? Let me ask you a question. This man put his bed in that mess with death, and 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 he couldn't ever get close enough to the pool. I I know I know I I I slowed down here a little bit, but I want to say this: we see the exact same thing in the church. I've watched people my whole life that has brought a bed in and laid in the chair. Now, there's nothing wrong. I want everybody to be in church. But I've watched people lay in the church and their dilemma. For 38 years. I've watched people lay in a church. And make a bed there. And they was waiting on something to happen. And I've I've said it so many times in our church. If you'll just. I believe if you'll just get up and make a move. If you'll just move. God will move the distance. And he will meet you there. But he. But I believe he wants to watch you. Make stand up. And step out. And then he's going to move in your direction. I believe that. That tonight we can have a bed in the church, and we can say, "I, I, I I'm just stuck here." Oh, you guys! I, let me tell you, I've been stuck. I'm just stuck here in my dilemma, in my problem. I'm stuck. I'm just stuck. Do you realize all I know? I don't know how far this man's bed was away from the water but I know it was far enough away to where his fingertip wouldn't touch it. He might have been an inch away. He might have just been just a, a little bit away. We'll try something here. Fifteen feet. Do you realize you're 15 feet? Fifteen feet away from a healing, from a touch. You see, you can make your bed here and you can just say, well, it's just okay. I'm just, I, you know, I'm just comfortable with where I'm at. I'm satisfied with where I'm at. It's okay. I'm okay with where I'm at. But, but I, I got news for you. 24 feet is all it takes. 24 feet. Just 24 feet. You see, we can stay where we're at and say, you know what? Next Sunday. Next revival. Next church camp. Next evangelist. When when pastor gets a, a good preacher to come in and preach for. Well, he gets somebody that can really preach and not just this guy. I, I, believe, I believe the next preacher is gonna, sis, can you look at that right there? And you're actually closer than that because I'm clear on every like 30 feet. Do you realize tonight that you're 30 feet, actually you're 15, 15 feet away from the greatest change and the greatest touch that, that that has ever happened. You're, you're, the biggest miracle is 15 feet away from you tonight. And do you realize that tonight is your night? Tonight is your night. Do you realize that... I'm going to flip over you. We'll go right in between you. Not because you're sitting too close. But just... 32 feet. Sir... 32 feet. We're getting back here a little ways. Hey, buddy. I remember you. 39 feet. Hey, brother. You're at 46. 49 feet. I'm going back to the sound booth. 71 feet. Do you realize tonight you're just feet away from a miracle? Do you realize tonight that you don't have to wait on an angel to drop down in troublesome waters for you. You don't have to wait. You don't have, you don't have to be a preacher, or a priest or anybody that's just going to that has to come and lay hand. I come to tell you, do you understand tonight? This is for you tonight. Whatever you need tonight. If you need the Holy Ghost tonight, Listen to me, if you need the Holy Ghost tonight, if you have never received the Holy Ghost, tonight is your night. If you haven't repented of your sins today, tonight is your night. Do you realize if you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus, tonight is your night. Say what? I've been baptized. Well, praise God. Have you ever been baptized in the name of Jesus? Because at the mention of his name, everything can change. The Bible says to baptize in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's at the mention of his name, that the applying of his name, all sins are washed away. I come to tell you if you've never been baptized tonight, you're night. If you need healing in your body tonight. Is, listen, I'm in the Holy Ghost right now. If you need a touch from God, if your marriage needs mended, your marriage needs healed, tonight is your night. I come to tell you, you can stay in that state of survival if you choose to. But I, I want to tell you, you listen to this preacher tonight, but you don't have to. I come to tell you, take up thy bed and walk. Take up thy bed and walk. I come to tell you, whatever your need is, take up thy bed and walk. Let me tell you something about the porch. I could just imagine. Can, can you help me a second? You care to help me? I promise I won't embarrass you. Too bad. Come on up here. you lay down right there. Lay down for me. I like your socks. Okay. Now listen here, buddy. Your legs are broke and your arms are broke. Okay. So you can't crawl. You can't can't walk. You can't drag yourself with your hands. Okay. But healing is right here. A million dollars is laying right here. In everything that you want or desire in your life is right here. But I, you have got to get here. How bad do you want it? Take up thy bed and walk. How would you get here? I could just imagine these people in the pool. Can, can you kind of worm your way over this way for me? You can roll. I don't care how you can just get here think about this. I could imagine these people that were sick and hurting just kind of trying to worm their way getting closer to the water. If I could just get a little closer that maybe I, maybe somebody could help me get into this thing. I, I come to tell you tonight if you could just worm your way a little closer to an altar if you could say I just need to get a little closer to God. I just need to get a little closer to an altar. I need to get a little closer to where the action's happening. I got to get up out of the state of just sitting here and I have got to move to a place I got to get to that place to where God is moving I got faith if I'll just get up and I'll just start in that direction that Jesus is going to meet me do you understand the man that had his bed in that mess never touched the water think about that can you imagine the people around I said my lord what did you do you didn't even touch the water how did this happen all oh, the beauty of it is, ha! <laughs> he that Jesus met him between the pool and the porch, and he said, "Ha! You don't need to go any farther. Guess what, buddy?" You're healed. Take up thy bed and walk. I come to tell you, he didn't need the water. He came in contact with Jesus. I want to tell you tonight, whatever you need, Jesus is in this house. Take up thy bed and walk. Take up thy bed and walk. Get off the porch. Get out of the chair. Get out of the swing. Quit being comfortable where you're at and say, my healing is coming. My touch is coming tonight is my night I'm going to go I'm going after it thank you buddy I'm done how many feet was you 15 how many feet was you sis 30 71. Thank you. 59 or something. Think about this. The beauty of Jesus. 30 feet. The beauty of Jesus. You might only have to go. Or you you might only have to go a foot. And Jesus will close in the 14. Says you might only have to just just step out I'm tired of the problems and I'm ready for the Lord to work a miracle you see 71 feet seemed like a long way 30 seemed like a long way but how about 2 feet that sounds a little better doesn't it how about how about a couple feet Don't that sound better? I got news for you my God can heal back here just as well as he can up here But we've got to move. We've got to go in that direction So tonight as every single person in this house is standing <sighs> I know this was for someone tonight. I know it didn't fall on deaf ears tonight. But there's some people that's, you've just been stuck. You feel like you're just spinning your wheels spiritually. I've been there. I know what you're going through. And I tell you how to fix it. Just step out. Take up thy bed and walk. Some of you saying, I've never been in church before in my life. I completely understand. You step a little bit closer to Jesus and Jesus will close the gap. He'll fill you. He'll heal you. He'll wash sins away for you. Tonight is your night. Tonight's your night. Father's Day 2023 is the day your life changed. So as the singers are playing, whatever they're going to do, it doesn't matter if they don't play at all. My God can work without the music. He sure can. Do you realize that? He can heal without the music. I want to open up this order to some folks that you're tired of sitting on the porch. Maybe you've sat on the porch for 60 years and Maybe you played church for 20 of them and you're just like, you know, I'm just tired of where I've been. I need to change my life. This altar's for you today.